listening to a big Finnish production. The most efficient killer in Europe is not the one you were expecting. This is the Big Finish Podcast, zapped into your ear things from the 24th of June in the 365 Rotational Cycle Construct 2018 hashtag squiggly poop up. Tunic and Benji! You're an enigma, my friend, an enigma. <laughs> Hello you, and welcome to Big Finish's world of audiobooks and audio drama. Doctor Who, Torchwood, The Antiques Roadshow, and so much more. Spot the deliberate mistake there. I'm Benji Clifford, and he's Nick Briggs. Or am I? Yes, you are. Well, you say that. I do. Coming up in this podcast, our guest star interview is with Torchwood actor Tom Price, who plays Sergeant Andy in the upcoming audio drama Torchwood Goodbye Piccadilly. And our sneaky drama tease at the end of the podcast is from Doctor Who Short Trips, The Siege of Big Ben, starring Camille Kaduri as Rose's mum, Jackie Tyler. Sorry, did I distract you by taking off my jacket? <laughs> it was very it got uh, a bit hot in here. I just suddenly thought, oh, oh what's going on? <laughs> he's, he's stripping off. And naturally, the podcast will be packed with all your favourite regular features. In a moment, the latest releases round up with shining review quotes. Not any quotes slagging us off, as has been suggested. A, a one, a a one, one out of ten. One out of ten. Could have been better. <laughs> Could have been better. And tantalising clips. Hot on the heels of that, the big finished news. And boy, have we got some great news for you. Yes, you. Yes, you. He yes, means you. It's you. There, you're obsessed with the lottery. Uh, <laughs> then it'll be time for Benji's favourite thing in the known cosmos. Listeners' emails, including the result of our current competition uh, for Star Cops, that is, I think. And setting, the setting up of an exciting new one. And that'll be followed by the Randomoid Selectotron. Can you describe that, Benji? Yeah, yeah, it's sort of box, really, isn't it? You know, it's it's made out of cardboard. Um, you know, we we we, we drew we drew a little smiley face on it uh, with with a, a sharpie pen, and uh, we we just we just sort of treat it like a, like a sun, don't we? Really? Uh, <laughs> no, it's um, hello, Ran. Hi, Ran. Do you fancy a walk? Um, no, Ran. The randomoid selectron or Ran, as we affectionately uh, call it, is a, a fantastic device that. Uh, it plucks a big finish release from the archives, and believe me, there are a lot of big finish releases in that archive uh, at, at random. So we can just talk about it, riff on it. If if we've listened to it, because there's a lot in the big finish archive, um, then fantastic. If we haven't, then then maybe it'll inspire us to listen to it uh, and oh, you as well. So the idea being is that if if you're sitting there and you think you've heard it all, you, you might not have, or if you've got no. something you think oh, I've not heard that in ages. I'm going to listen to it. It's yeah, fun. I think it's that's f- a fab fun. Uh, that's a, a relatively good, if not economic, explanation. <laughs> well, you know me, son. <laughs> Always <That> thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and then we round everything off with a special tease of the Siege of Big Ben by Joe Lidster and starring Camille Kaduri. Ah, oh, something to look forward to there. But right now, pin back your lug holes for the latest releases. 
Coming up, Colin Baker's Sixth Doctor stars in Iron Bright, The Second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2, Star Cops, Mother Earth Part 1, and so much more. You're having a laugh. Charlie, lad. Please, there's no need for threats. Freshly released a few years ago, Iron Bright features The Sixth Doctor. A few days ago. A few days ago. Did I say a few years ago? (laughs) Keeping that in. Released 29 years ago, um, the anniversary of Iron Bright. No. Uh, Freshly released a few days ago, Iron Bright features the sixth doctor in some subterranean shenanigans with Isambard Kingdom Brunel. You shall accompany me to street level, Doctor. Oh, shall I? You would be unwise to decline. Indie Mac user is straight in there with the following. This is an historical Doctor Who tale done right. You get a real-life event that is given justice by the script in its telling with a Doctor Who twist weaved into it seamlessly 8 out of 10. That seemed like a 10 out of 10 to me. (laughs) I get food from the machine and eat it quickly while I listen for the intruders. Then I hear them approach. Uh, the second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2 is just out. Early reviews. Ooh. Oh, yes, here's a very, very early one from Tin Dog Podcast. As she posted on Twitter, a simply wonderful set with some cracking performances. And some lovely comments on social media, too. Oh, well, I know that one was on social media as well. Uh, Tony Parker on Facebook said, Just finished Curator's Egg, a powerhouse start to the box set, and a great poly-centred adventure. Always a pleasure to hear Annika, Fraser and Elliot together again. A real roaring dino adventure that beats Jurassic World easily. Chris Spensley says, A really diverse sweep of stories showing off the brilliance of all involved. The regulars are all splendid. But particular kudos to Louise Jameson for being great fun as Leela and also as the outrageously fabulous Mrs. De Winter, as far away from Leela as any character is likely to be. Back on Twitter, Andrew She says, I cannot recommend this box set enough. Everything about all four Companion Chronicles, just beautiful. Well done, everybody, for the fantastic writing, acting, directing and sound design. Well done. As he stands, I am on him again, twisting his right arm up behind his back and slamming him into the corridor wall. His left arm is pinned and he cannot bend to reach his blade. Who are you? And last week, we quoted some great reviews for Star Cops, didn't we? So what do you make of her? Baba? Well, she's got an agenda. She's counter-terrorism. They all have an agenda. Can you be more specific? Well, not really. She reminds me of my third wife. Oh, God's sake. Oh, yes. This week, we've got some feedback from you, the listeners. It's you. Oh, very, very. Here we go. So, love a bit of feedback. Um, who doesn't mm. love feedback? Uh, <laughs> stop it. Um, so, this one's from Lawrence Summeray. And uh, Lawrence says, This has been an absolute triumph, in my opinion. Hats off to all involved in making this. An extra special thank you to Andrew Smith for such sterling work in scripting the series. His great love of the series shines through. Pete Jeremy says, I've only heard 1.5 episodes so far, um, but I'm so genuinely impressed at how Big Finish have tackled the series. It is truly impressive stuff and far better than it needed to be. How impressive did it need to be? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm just impressed, you know, 1.5 episodes in, uh, Pete feels the need to to message in. That's a sign of something good, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. I I think we inspired him with a reviews video. 
Oh, well, who, who doesn't love a reviews video? Uh, this one here from David Stevenson, and David says, Two episodes into it at the moment. Brilliant. Loving it so far. The TV series was hit and miss. A few dull episodes. Uh, two brilliant ones, and then a dull one to finish. Uh, I must admit, I was seriously dithering over whether to buy this or not. Really glad I did. Ah, that's a good recommendation. That's almost along the lines of our email last week, isn't it? Where, where there's a bit of negative in it and then you sort of say but actually turned out well <laughs> tim tim morton says really great stuff an excellent continuation of a sadly neglected series i think sadly neglected is actually a very good word it's, I'd, I'd say neglected and and just one of those things it just sort of went off into the void of time didn't it really mm, it was a strange one like that but but back now and bigger and better than ever and James Hellier says, it's excellent. Really enjoyed the series. Great to hear Spring and Divas back in action. I've got a nasty feeling that... Back to the last door. <clears throat> what is it? We're breached. Losing air. We need to get out of this corridor now. If that whole white is any will, you and I are dead. And don't forget, Jenny the Doctor's daughter proving massively popular. Loads of lovely comments from reviewers and listeners alike. You're not going to get a better deal this side of the Tygon space lanes. Uh-uh. No. Negative. The opposite of yes. I, I don't know how else I can put it more clearly. Uh, uh, not a wise move, Blondie. You need to... <laughs> the name is not Blondie. Or Honey or Sweetie. It's Jenny. Just Jenny. And as for Dark Shadows, Maggie and Quentin, the Lover's Refrain, gets a lovely review from Blog to Who. Maggie and Quentin, The Lover's Refrain, is simply a fantastic release. Its range of incredible scripts from some very experienced writers terrify and delight in equal measure. There can be no doubt that the sparkling chemistry between the two leads helps to sell these stories as much as the writing. To my children, who keep me young, and to my wife, with over 30 years of happy marriage under our belts, I can firmly say I consider myself a blessed man. To Maggie, to the Collins family, cheers! 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 Also out this month is Welcome to Collinsport, a bumper digital release of nine collected Dark Shadows stories with a gigantic collected cast. Uh, unmissable as a vital introduction to this superb horror range. I first saw the house in my dreams. Dreams that brought me here to Collinsport. And that's it for this week's latest releases. More next week. Time now to adjust our bow ties because... It's time for the clothing news. No, it's not. It's time for the rutting <laughs> news. Coming up this week, Callan... Thrills, intrigue, clips, and interviews. You know, I was thinking about Callan yesterday. I was thinking, oh, just got just for some reason. I, I distinctly remember thinking about it when I opened the fridge to get some milk, and I have no idea why. Um, wow. Also, Torchwood Goodbye Piccadilly is out soon. Siege of Big Ben out soon. First Doctor Volume Two clip, all class, uh, an early trailer. Also, the Big Finish SoundCloud page. <laughs> The most efficient killer in Europe is not the one you were expecting. It was truly massive back in the late 1960s and early 1970s. Uh, but that's as maybe because it doesn't matter 
If you've heard of this classic spy and crime thriller or not, just remember Callan is a great period thriller, full of twists, turns, betrayals and action. Great characters, intriguing stories. If you love a thriller, and let's face it, most people do. Who doesn't love a thriller? I love a thriller. The armchair thriller. Um, (laughs) This is the series for you. It's out in July and here's a teasy taster with all sorts of clips and interviews. Send Callan in, please, Liz. Hunter will see you now, David. Has his mood improved? He's still a bit preoccupied, if that's what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. You're just too nice to say it out loud. Hi, I'm Ben Miles, and I play Callan. I'd worked at Big Finish once before on a a series called The Time Machine, and um, I had a really great time. And so the prospect of coming back to Big Finish was great. I, I jumped at it. Oh, stone me. Where do you put it all lonely? Look at you. Nine stone, dripping wet. You can't stop shoveling it in. Little and often is best, Mr. Callan. Mm, that's what the doctors say. Often, yeah, but little. You've just demolished a stone half a pie and mash and now you're scoffing a pot of jelly eels. Oh, you should, you should try some, Mr. Callan. Gertie makes the best eels in London. I am Frank Skinner and I'm playing Lonely. Well, I remember um, watching Callan as a kid. My parents were fairly reckless about bedtime. So I used to go to bed quite late. And Callan was massive. If you think about dramas now, like those sort of event dramas, like Broadchurch and that, I mean, people talked about Callan, you know, they talked about it all all the time. Uh, And I hadn't gone back and watched it. I didn't have the box set or anything like that. So it was interesting what I remembered about it. And I remembered, the opening credits and the theme tune with the swinging light bulb, which is, I think is one of the most iconic opening titles ever. Um, but also I did remember Lonely. I remembered that uh, Mr. Kellen um, sort of catchphrase. And I remembered the, uh, the body odour thing. So he had stuck in my mind quite a bit. Oh, at this time of night, Mr. Kellen. Yes, Lonely, at this time of night. What times do you usually break into houses? Between nine and five? Get me out of a nice warm bed on a filthy night. Just so I can open up some geezer's drum. Yeah, that's right. What else? What are we nicking? It's a really thrilling series. It's got action, it's got drama, it's got comedy, it's got adventure. It's got everything you could wish for in a sort of crime, spy, thriller, drama. And the scripts are really fantastic. They're, uh, they're, they're sharp, they're witty, they're clever. Uh, and they're very entertaining, so um, it was a win-win, no-brainer, I believe you call it. Ah, Callum, good of you to spare the time. Sir? I was looking for you an hour ago. I had to pop out at lunchtime to visit an ex-colleague. He's got tummy trouble. I couldn't begin to care less, Callum. I want you to go home and grab an overnight bag. I'm sending you on a cultural visit. I beg your pardon? You're going to the theatre, Callum in Newcastle. Hello, I'm John Dorney and I script-edited Callan. Callan, I hadn't seen until last year. I bought the DVDs when I knew this was a possibility, started watching them, and I just completely fell in love. I've heard people talk about it. Nick, in particular, has talked about it for years as a particularly good TV programme. And I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I did. It's just terrific. (laughs) Nah. It's too easy.
this, Mr. Petrov. You're good, all right. Bloody good. I don't know if this was the the uh, intention behind the series, but it felt like they'd taken James Bond and took every bit of glamour, every bit of glitz out of it, and stripped it down to this cold, bleak English, you know, a job of work as a, as a spy. So it's got a bit more of the John Le Carre about it, I think. It's, it's on-glamorised. And uh, I really like that it's very stark. And the big finish has got that bleak 60s period feel to it, which I think works great. Very exciting stuff. And give it a go. Even if, even if you've never watched the, uh, the original series, just go yeah, for it. Yeah, just go everything for you need is in, in this release of Callum. Great stuff. I think Big Finish do a bit of that, don't they? It's kind of we we have got uh, a lot of revivals in which you actually don't need to see the originals to, to get into them, and then you find yeah. that you can then discover the originals, and then you, yeah. you've, you've you've just got loads of, of content for something brilliant. Yeah, it's interesting. Absolutely, and that's happened with other things like The Prisoner and Survivors and Terrorhawks. People have listened to the audio and don't really know the original, and have gone back and said, "Wow, you know." It's, so it's. Uh, it's a gateway but as i say you know you you don't need to know the original you just um can appreciate them for what they are i think that's yeah i think that's that sums it up very nicely uh as well as that torchwood goodbye piccadilly will be out this month uh, it stars tom price as sergeant andy davidson uh who also features in our guest star interview this week with yes. samuel barnett as uh, norton fullgate uh well here's the trailer Andy, wake up. Uh, Norton? Oh my god, what, what the hell are you doing in my bed? It's not your bed. Hello. What? Sergeant Andy Davidson, welcome to the 1950s. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Torchwood, Goodbye Piccadilly. Here's the deal. Gangsters are on the trail of an alien artefact, and I have to get there before them. All right. Also, I'm in a bit of hot water. I have to convince Torchwood I'm not a double agent, but the good news is they allowed me to pick a Torchwood assessor to help me out, and guess what? I chose you. Oh, thank you. I think. Honestly, it's going to be a blast. Is that the... No, 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 not now. Don't let it out now. I'm terribly afraid it's too late. Big finish. We love stories. Right then, you're nicked. Ah, good evening, officer. This isn't what it looks like. We were just attempting an emergency spatial dislocation. Doctor Who short trips The Siege of Big Ben by Joe Lidster, performed by the wonderful, 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 I adore her, Camille Kajuri. Uh, this one is out this month. As some of you may know, it was delayed from an earlier release by some production difficulties. So sorry about that. They've all been straightened out. And here's a sneaky peek. More chips? Well, seeing as it's you, Jimmy, <laughs> might even be an extra sausage if you play your cards right. Oi, you lot at the back, get in line. Yeah, you heard me. 
Attention! <laughs> I'm the head of food distribution. And, of course, The Siege of Big Ben will be our featured drama tease at the end of this very, very, very podcast, don't you know? Oh, very indeed, very. Uh, the First yes. Doctor Adventures, Volume 2, starring David Bradley as the Doctor, will be out in July. The trailer is available at bigfinish.com, of course, and we featured it in this podcast before. Not this podcast this week, but, you know, in the podcast. <laughs> but here's an intriguing clip just to whet your appetite further. What do those expressions mean? Our facial expressions? Oh, oh, we're just curious, that's all. You see, this place doesn't exactly resemble laboratories we have where we come from. Oh, have we done something wrong? Oh, no, no. It's just our science is largely based around technology, not beams of light. These are the energy lines of the planet. We have learned to control them, read them. Ha! You break the beam and the tone changes. Exactly. We live in harmony with the energy of our world. Exciting and wonderful stuff there from the First Doctor. But did you hear that? That? I think that's the sound of the bell. It must be time for class. (laughs) Hey! Uh, I thought it was please, sir. No, no, no. Out in August, though, uh, is Class, uh, the Doctor Who TV spin-off, now with us here at BigFinish.com. And here is an early trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Pick up, please. What do you want? It's me. I know it's you. What do you want? Class, Volume 1. Ram, say, say that you didn't. She said she saw my gift. She said I could be better. I didn't know what I was doing. Idiots like came in this world make the world a worse place to live in. So why don't you just do us all a massive favour and put the gun down, all right? It doesn't matter which of you do it. Just do it. Do it now. I love you. I love you. you okay? Charlie, I cannot stop myself. What's happening? No, I mean, I cannot stop talking. I don't understand what's happening to me. Shh, what, what, calm me? down. Do not tell me to be quiet, Charlie. I, I cannot hey, stop Mitesh, talking. Look at Are you not listening? I cannot stop. Big Finish. We love stories. God, I hate Mondays. And remember, the CD release of Class is a limited edition of 500. So get in there quick, folks. While stocks last, <laughs> they're going, going, going. Sound like an auctioneer, then. They're going, 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 gone. And finally, <laughs> going once, going twice, sold to the man in the bowler hat. <laughs> uh, and finally, then, if you want to catch up with all the latest trailers and clips and podcasts all in one place, you can go to SoundCloud. It's easy to spot us. Just type in Big Finish into the uh, search window thing in a bobby uh, at soundcloud.com and you'll see our logo and the name is big dash finish of course all of this is available at bigfinish.com but if you want to wallow in audio goodness without distraction this is a great place to browse loads of free content masses of trailers all our recent podcasts and some free episodes i sometimes go on there myself and i i I just sort of get lost in it it's lovely anyway go on enjoy yourselves the good thing about um soundcloud as well is that once you finish the end of something it just goes on to something else so actually you can just sit there and kind of you you just close your eyes and it'll just be like oh what's this this is funky well i didn't didn't expect Mm -hmm. this yeah, give it a nice, go. Why it? not? Why not? But uh, SoundCloud's aside, classes over, uh, spy killers spying and killing. Um, <laughs> that is the end of the news. It's it's finished. It's gone. It's 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 over. So quite frankly, thanks to the news, um, 
and yeah why not just just see you next week go and have a bagel goodbye (laughs) coming up soon our guest star interview with actor tom price who plays sergeant andy davidson in torture goodbye piccadilly this month and also pretends to know who i am right now it's time for the delight that is listeners emails now anybody listening and i hope there are people out there uh you should you should all know that that i love an email there's something about the wonderful uh honey-like tones of the uh the email-like spectrum which just uh unquivocally (laughs) whets the appetite of (laughs) Sorry, you said spectrum. Dum, 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 boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> Captain Scarlet is indestructible. You are not. Um, <laughs> so write in to podcast at bigfinish.com. But yes, we, we love hearing from you. Uh, the email is a great way to do that. We, we do love hearing from you. Honestly, I love an email. And if you want to email uh, us here at big finish you can do it's it's like it's like sending a letter but but in a a weird digital way uh and you can send it to podcast at bigfinish.com you think about it it's it's kind of it's kind of in the title you know like i want to send a letter to the podcast uh what podcast you say what's the one at big finish and and big finish have a, a website they do dot com podcast at bigfinish.com it's easy now first up this one here from michael totes dear briggs and clifford i just wanted to briggs and clifford sounds like some kind of itv detective series doesn't it yes (laughs) briggs and clifford on the job yeah we briggs and clifford they're two two amateur herbalists who (laughs) <laughs> they're mavericks, <laughs> of course, mavericks. <laughs> mavericks. Oh, they're always. You've always got to be a, a maverick, haven't yeah, you? Oh, yeah. No, two, just two vicars who solve crimes whilst also leading in the drawing room. <laughs> in the, <laughs> they only ever happen in the drawing room. It's the most crime-ridden drawing room in Sussex. <laughs> they just wake up and think, oh, an- another another murder in the drawing. Room. Just piles of bodies. So, there's been a murder over by the other bodies. Oh no, <laughs> we couldn't get to that murder. There were too many bodies. <laughs> someone, someone, go and clean this. Oh no, he's dead as well. Um, yes. Anyway, so going into the email there. Sorry about oh, yes, that. One. We're, yeah. just, we're just having too much fun. Um, oh, I just wanted to write in and say thank you to Big Finish for giving me Jago and Lightfoot forever. Yeah, you're welcome not just the final release in which the writer and sound engineer Paul Morris and Howard Carter combined to make this listener believe that our two stars are back together again but also your stunning back catalogue of adventures that will continue to keep me entertained far into the future thanks to the power of audio it will be Jago and Lightfoot forever But being a typical fan, I always want more. Of course. David Richardson indicated in Doctor Who magazine that you might find a way to get series 14. That was written, but sadly never recorded. Available somehow. Uh, and so here comes the quartet of questions. Um, I like that. That's, that's quite a fun little quartet of questions. Um, <laughs> question the first. Um 
Could we get a companion slash inside story style book in celebration of Jago and Lightfoot that includes these lost adventures? Would your license with the BBC allow such a thing as it would feature actual stories, uh, albeit in script format? The answer is no. The license with the BBC would not allow that. I'm sorry to say. It's a very, very strong answer there from Briggs. Well, it's just a factual one. Just a fact of nature and life. Uh, question the second here. Uh, or is the plan to adapt these existing scripts, whether it be into prose, uh, which it isn't, or as uh, companion chronicle style readings, or perhaps a graphic novel? Briggs? I don't think I don't think a graphic novel is likely. Um, again, that's a whole licence thing. We're licensed to do audio. Uh, so, so companion chronicle style reading, something like that perhaps would be the plan if we were to do it, I think. You heard it from the Briggs there. And now heading into question the third. Oh. Uh, have you asked recently if you could fill the Victorian Who spin-off shaped hole in your audio schedules with the Paternoster gang? Might have done. Uh, if, if you if you could produce such a series, there would be the opportunity to link uh, it to what has gone before by incorporating elements from Jago and Lightfoot into it with cameos slash guest star appearances from characters like Inspector Quick and Ellie Hickson, uh, plus locations such as the Red Tavern and the New Regency. Wow. Quite a fun idea. Quite that a fun is a idea. fun idea. Hmm. Well, yeah, bear that in mind. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> Just, just imagine. Just it's imagine. one of those, isn't it? Just imagine. I think really. Yeah. I'd love to go for a drink at the Red Tavern. It just seems like such a on a Christmas, Christmassy sort of evening. Uh, yeah. Perhaps. What was that particular drink that uh, uh, Jago liked? I can't remember. Oh, there's a sort of mixture of beers: beer and light and brown. Light and the, light and bitter. It, it isn't light and bitter. It was something else. It's in one of the clips I, I put in recently in the. Uh, podcast, which is why I'm sort of aware of it. Anyway, can't remember, so I won't spend the rest of the podcast going. Mm, well, what was it? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, no, no. This week's um, podcast, Nick and uh, Benji ponder uh, several uh, questions they don't know the answer to. <laughs> oh, I, uh, oh, I knew it. Just oh, no, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, no, yes, no, um, no, no, no. In the bath, no, I knew it. No. I knew it yesterday. Ah, oh, problem is, I only know gone. it in the bath. <laughs> so I'm going to have a bath. Goodbye. Just, so that, have you, you ever had one of those? Have you ever had those one of those watches that work underwater? Never, never. I I, I had one. Well, I got given one, but it only worked underwater. Really? So I have, I have to keep it in the bath. That's no, a lie. It's just a crap joke. Um, Frank Skinner told joke. me that uh, a joke about him meeting. Um, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, I um, uh, I, 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 that's really I, I know. I had his um, name in my uh, head until uh, I went to say it. The guy who presented the golden shot. Oh God. Um, uh, <laughs> You've got it as well. Thank goodness for Google. No, I was talking about the bloody the golden shot the other day. Um, it was um, Bob Monkhouse. Bob Monkhouse. Yes, for it some was. I was going to say Jasper had, Carrot. No, for <laughs> some, well, I think he ended up presenting it. Jasper Carrot. Didn't he? No, he did know. Golden Balls. Was it? Did he? I Jasper Carrot. I've no idea. Um, but um, it's for some reason. I, every time I went to say Bob Monkhouse, the word Bernard kept appearing in my mind. <laughs> Bernard Monkhouse. <do> <laughs> It's probably his real name. Anyway, this joke that we've taken so long to get to was that uh, he went to see uh, Bob Monkhouse. Frank Skinner did. Frank Skinner, the actor and comedian, writer, broadcaster. Um, also playing Lonely in Callan for Big Finish. Um, and Bob Monkhouse 
gave him a watch. He said, oh, would you like a watch? I've got a whole load of them here that I don't need. And he just thought it was odd. But yeah, he, he took it. And he said, of course, he couldn't resist going to a jeweler's straight afterwards to see how much <laughs> it was worth. And he said oh, it, was, it was worth quite a, quite a, quite a good uh, amount. Yeah. And um, But the point of the story was that apparently the jeweler said to him, he said... Um, so uh, he said he said it's it's waterproof so you can you can swim in this and frank without missing a beat said that's good because i couldn't swim before <laughs> <laughs> and i said uh, yeah have you just amended that like, and he said no seriously so i'm really proud of myself i did actually say that at the time without a moment's hesitation <laughs> <laughs> that is actually very good that is a frank skinner of course uh, on everybody's radios at the moment isn't he yeah. it's world cup time you know yeah. he's, he's there straight away um, funny enough, I just never knew that that he he did that song for some reason. Just completely forgot until I saw the video and thought, "Oh, it's Frank Skinner." What three lines? Yeah, just completely forgot oh, yeah, about yeah, that. Him yeah. and David Baddiel. Yeah, because they. I think, were, I think they it's every World Cup. I forget. League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Apologies great song, to song. listeners who don't know anything about the World Cup and don't know what we're talking about. I barely know anything about the World Cup. It's it's basically this really great sort of mug, isn't it? That everybody everybody wants this mug uh, to make their cup of tea, and and, and it's sort of, they do a competition to get it. Really, it's uh, it's an old one, isn't it? I'm proud that uh, you fool, you old fool. I'm very proud that my son is very much taking after his father in a complete lack of interest in sport. Because I was picking him up from school yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was just before the England, the first England match, which they flukishly won. won. <laughs> um, and uh, sorry, I'm be lynched for saying that. Um, and one of the boys was saying to my son, "Oh, you know, I'm blah blah blah. I'm gonna, I'm stay up late to watch the England match and everything." And Ben just sort of, um, just went into sort of shutdown mode while he was talking. <laughs> and then when he finished, he said, "Can we just go and play it now?" <laughs> that kind Legend. of yeah. Never mind that nonsense. I'm here to play a game. Don't talk to me about football because it means it means nothing to him at all. It's terrible, isn't it? I do take him out and kick a ball around in the um, in Have the a park kick about. and stuff. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy that. Mainly because it's the only context in which I appear to be any kind of good football player. I'm obviously I'm not good at that at all. Not good. I can't. I just have no hand-eye coordination when it comes to kicking things around or catching things. Um, although I was playing, I was playing it on the beach the other day, and that was quite fun because you can't really run. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like it's like two forms of workout within itself. You've got your cardiovascular in in chasing the ball, and you've got you've got your uh, core muscle strength trying trying to to move on the pebbles. I know this has been an incredibly uh, yeah. strange tangent here because we've actually got another question so from for, Michael Totes. For yes, uh, so we've got a question of the fourth here. Sorry, question of the fourth for not getting you sooner. Um, if a full grouping of Madame Vastra, Jenny, and Strax is still not possible, although I can't imagine why there is still an embargo on getting the gang back together. Uh, then please could you give some consideration to a one-off Madame Vastra, Jenny and Jago adventure as a companion piece to the wonderful Jago and Lightfoot and Strax? That's something we'd certainly consider. We'd love to do it. I suppose in a way, actually, you know, you've answered the question for yourself there, haven't you? With We've got Jago and Lightfoot and Strax, so the possibility of all these things yeah, is yeah. kind of is out there, isn't it, really? 
Um, interesting one. Uh, so yeah, finishing off the email here, Michael says, uh, thank you for taking the time to read this email, uh, even if you do not feel you are able or inclined to answer <laughs> these questions. I always um, try. No. I always try, Michael. We, we, he always tries. There we go. Uh, I know that Jago would be uh, familiar with the show business saying, uh, leave them wanting more, but a show can often have multiple encores. Mm. Kind regards, Michael. Like your last point there, Michael. It's very nice. Next up, this one from another Michael, Michael House, who's written to us before. Uh, Dear Nick and Benji, given that I'm not a fan of Dark Shadows, I continue to be impressed with what Big Finish does with these characters. The release of The Lover's Refrain is the latest triumph. In lesser hands, it could have been a dreary exercise in self-indulgence. Uh, this story, however, plays to the strengths of Big Finish, as explained eloquently on a blog which Big Finish recently linked to in its Twitter feed. In my own fumbling words, Big Finish is at its best in finding the worthwhile stories that the rest of us miss. Well, that's a lovely thing to say. And telling us things about characters such as these, which are both believable and revealing. Keep up the good work. Be seeing you, Michael House, who's in uh, Tokyo, Japan. Uh, P.S. Idiom check for future reference, where Big Finish... Sorry, I'm just making things up now. Where British English speakers would say, tick the box, US English speakers might instead more naturally say, check the box. You see, to, to English, uh, British English speakers, checking the box just sounds like you've just looked at it to see if it's there. Checking, just, you know what I mean? The act of checking yeah, for us yeah. is just like, yeah, I checked, it was there. Yeah, did, did you tick it? You, didn't, you said check it. So, so ticking is different to checking for us. Michael also added in a later email about, you know, three seconds later, I think, uh, I hereby add my congratulations to the well-deserved chorus of acclaim for Jenny, the Doctor's daughter. Big Finish makes a good beginning to what I hope will be a long and fruitful exploration of Jenny and the universes she and the universe, I'm exaggerating, she lives in. It's been worth the wait. Thank you to everyone involved. Oh, thank you, Michael. And finally, then, uh, this one here is from Ian Benson. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> uh, you stated... Oh, it's for me. Benji, it's for me. Uh, Benji, <laughs> Shall you I stated... Shall I go? In the... Goodbye. Yes, Nick. Uh, goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> right, now, this is um, so exciting. I just... Um, nice little... Right, um... Uh, Benji, you stated in the latest podcast that, uh, that you don't accept messages by antiquated methods such as messenger pigeons. Um, I feel the need, however, to point out that uh, here is an official standard for sending internet messages by carrier pigeon uh, as an alternative to cables or wireless methods. Um, it has been proven to perform faster uh, than most rural broadband internet providers. Um, I've got to have a look at this now. In computer networking, IP overhaving uh, carriers is a humorously intended proposal to carry internet protocol IP traffic by birds, such as homing pigeons. How fun is that? I love it. Um, have to admit, actually, uh, I did look recently about if you could still send telegrams to find that you can still send uh, a telegram, but it costs a fortune. Um, so don't send telegrams is the answer. I'd like to receive one one day. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, yes, hello, yes. Can I come back in, yeah? Oh, um, hold on, yes, sir. Uh, yes, yes, you can come back in. <laughs> Don't tell him about the pigeon. Um, just saying, just saying how pigeons just um, aren't aren't very good at delivering messages uh, over rural internet broadband things, you know. 
okay. Yeah, they're, they're just yeah. That's what the email was. Said, said yeah. you know, I'd never, I'd never consider it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ian uh, also says, uh, "P.S. Keep up the good work. Loving the show uh, and the other one. Um, yes, the other one, the Benji Nick show, uh, cult television at its finest. There, always checking it out. New release every week." Get, get on it uh, PPS the other show I mean not the other guy um, yeah well yes quite yes well, quite um, PPPS uh, not that I don't like him I just wouldn't claim to love him um, <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you claim to love him he's a great 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 guy great dude um, PPPPS uh, four P's and an S um, why am I using PS on an email uh, when I could just edit in uh, it in above my name well why not why not you know maybe send the PPPPPS uh, with, a, with a pigeon Perhaps. I have to say that I was sneaking a peek through the door when you were doing that email and I love the fact that you pretended to mime that you were reading a letter and you opened the piece of paper and then for a moment you looked at the piece of paper as though you expected the email to be written on it and then suddenly looked at the screen in a kind of oh no I was just pretending sort of <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you why I looked at it because the actual bit the bit of paper it's a receipt here. isn't it is a receipt yeah. yeah and so then so then i saw was it for it was an expensive receipt. drink last night um <laughs> probably let's uh, <laughs> about that the better <clears throat> or four um <laughs> yes uh so uh yeah right so i i look i looked at it to, to find out really i suppose that's it but it, it just says visa receipt oh right down and so to our competitions let's wrap one up first <laughs> The prize, Star Cop's Mother Earth Part 1. The question, the question. Trevor Cooper stars in both the original TV series and our audio drama revisitation, but name the 1980s Doctor Who story that he appeared in. The subject line for this one, it won't be easy. Yeah, I'm not going to sing it. Um... (laughs) Even though I quoted it on Twitter yesterday. Um, the closing date, Friday, the 22nd of June, 2018. And here's the answer and the winner. The 1980s Doctor Who story Trevor Cooper appeared in was Revelation of the Daleks. Thanks, Andrew Richards of uh, Daventry, North Hans. And a digital copy of Star Cops is now in your account. And the CDs will be winging their way from Cheryl... Alison and the team in the Big Finish Warehouse of Wonders. Big congratulations there, but now it is time for our new competition. The excitement within me is bubbling here at the uh, opportunity to, to release the next competition. Uh, the prize for this one is the Second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2. The question, dear listeners, is Leela and Jamie meet in this time-bending release but when, in a Big Finish audio drama, did Leela and the Doctor talk about Jamie? Yeah, it's one of those ones. I think if you if you think about it too hard, you just you you, you lose you, you lose your lose your marbles. Um, the subject line for this one: Leela and Jamie. Uh, again, another great detective ITV series. There, um, <laughs> definitely the close- herbalists, aren't they? Yeah, definitely herbalists. Yeah. A Scottish herbalist and a savage solve solve mysteries uh, in uh, with a knife. Wiltshire with a with a knife. Uh, only they realise that that the knife has caused the mysteries in the first place. <laughs> but the herbs have erased their m- memories. Of that. What a great format! Brilliant. Uh, so the closing date for that competition is Friday, the sixth of July, twenty eighteen. Enter. Do it. Why not? 
email your answers to podcast at bigfinish.com and the best of luck to you indeedy do doll uh, that is the end of the emails this week some whoppers in there uh, so thanks to everybody what, you mean that's like emailed fib, in fibs lies yeah, so it's a real whopper lies. It's all a big load of old codswallop, isn't it? Um, you know, some lovely stuff. Uh, do keep them coming. We do try to get round to them if we can. Uh, and maybe it could be you who features in the next uh, email extravaganza. So um, I'm just going to hand the emails to my uh, messenger cat. Uh, and off the cat goes there we go out the cat flap nope forgot to open the cat flap the cat is lying there on the ground that's cruel you, you, well it's, it's not cruel it's, it's I forgot to open the cat flap the cat should have acknowledged that have you ever walked into your front door Nick I don't think you have no I uh, oh sorry. <laughs> oh uh, my oh my nose Coming up very soon, the Randomoid Selectatron randomly reviewing something from the Big Finish archive. It could be old, it could be new, it could be CD-shaped. <laughs> uh, but for that delight, uh, time now for Scott Hancock to have a chat with actor Tom Price, Sergeant Andy Davidson in Torchwood. Rolling, rolling, rolling. So here we go again, Scott. Here we are again. Hello, hello. Uh, that was very kids TV presenter. <laughs> Have well, you thought about doing that, Scott? I'm, I'm, I'm introducing this segment of the Big Finish podcast because we'll have just taken over from Nick Briggs. Oh, Nick did a great job today. I thought he's amazing, isn't he? He's very, I very love him. Is that the guy? So versatile. Is that the guy that employs me, Nick, or not? Okay, so I have to be nice to him. Nick is just great. He's just great. So, Tom, you're back with us. I know. Doing more Torchwood. Yes. Thank how, you. Thank how, you so much. Right. Well, I'll, I'll get this out up front. Okay. Because this is how Nick likes the podcast to work. Yeah. Uh, I think normally he says something about along the lines of, how, when did we first meet? What's agitating your molecules in the world of Big Finish? And generally, what is appealing to you in the wider world of entertainment? Well, that's a lot of questions in there, isn't there? No. Well, you don't have to answer them all at once. So, so when so, did you and I first meet, Scott? No idea. Uh, I think it was at a Torchwood thing, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been. No, do you know? Actually, it was, it was when the it TV was, show was happening. Wasn't it wasn't. It? it wasn't tortured related. It was Nightshade. What? It was. It was the Doctor Who with Sylvester and Sam Barnett and Sophie Aldred, oh. where you came in from morning because you had the rugby to get to. Yeah. And and I think that was the first time we properly met. No, you and I met before that. You because you used to, didn't you work on. What was your TV credits with Torchwood? Did you work on any... I, I was working on Confidential yeah. and Doctor Who and Sarah Jane, but I didn't... I, I, I was sort of Torchwood declassified, but yeah... Didn't I, I meet I didn't... you when I did that then? Maybe, but I, if, if so, I found you forgettable. Yeah, uh, a lot of people do. Yeah. A lot of people do. Um, yeah, so there we are. We, we first met then. I, yeah. and I, very. This is what I love about doing these big Finnish uh, audio productions. It's very chilled. It's a, it's a great way for an actor to work, you know. I find, I find I can really draw my motivation much quicker and more efficiently when I'm working for Big Finish. It's amazing how much faster you act when lunch yeah. is approaching. How much better you are as well. Isn't it? <laughs> it's incredibly. To, only today, Scott, only today when we had that one tricky-ish scene to do, and you went get this done and it's lunchtime and we did it straight off Nailed the bat it. it was incredible who knew who knew actors are li- we are basically donkeys chasing the carrot That's we're going to we schedule are. a lunch every half hour seriously, throughout the day seriously it's the way to go mm. Mm. So, sorry sorry to interrupt your tea there Scott you crack on don't worry about, don't worry about me so yeah we just we, so we just mentioned Nightshade there as well which leads us on to other big finishy bits yeah uh, what is agitating your molecules what is interesting you in the world of big finish 
Well, I mean, there's just there's so much going on at the moment. There's so much going on. Um, Do you I, listen to Big Finish when you're I, not in it? I uh, I'm aware of them going on. Don't put me <laughs> on the spot because I don't feel bad. Do you know what? I don't listen to anything apart from the radio. Apart from something, I don't really get time. I just don't get time at the moment. Um, mm. I'm aware of. I listen. You guys send me a box set, which I always love, and get lots of CDs from you guys. In fact, you're the only people. My mum is the only person who sends me checks, and Big Finish <laughs> are the only people who send me CDs. Um, so I do get your CDs and when I'm in the car I'll put them on and I'll play them with my kids in the back and suddenly go oh god stop there stop there this is a rude bit there's sex in this bit or something um, but I, I love all the Doctor Who stuff you do I love the fact you keep all the old doctors ticking along that's great news for them and their holiday homes and you know I've got a very good friend of mine does countermeasures as well there's, there just seems to be this incredibly wide array of stuff going on and loads of random actors I know have all had bits and bobs in Big Finish and we all love working here it's a really great environment to work in. And that's that's very, very genuine. They really do. And is there anything you'd like to be in that you haven't been in? First of all, any uh, any chance that you need... I mean, would it be PC and or not if, if you are getting... Oh, um, we can get... I, I, if Del Boy, do... Boy Jacoby <laughs> needs me, you know where I am. You, you got quite excited that we've done stuff with Derek. Yeah, Sir, Sir Derek to you and I. Well, or, Del Boy to me. Del, that's right. Yeah, he told you to call him Del Boy, didn't he? Um, I would love. To, I mean, that's the incredible thing as well about this place is the 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 quality of actors and Kai Owen that come through here <laughs> is incredible. So you know, I would. Um, I just I love the whole Doctor Who world. Any opportunity to to creep into a Doctor Who scene somewhere is going to be welcome. Quite frankly. And you've had a lot of fun with Tortured. I mean, we, we, yeah. I mean, you've had your own adventures in Tortured. Yeah, and, and I know that's what they. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. with with um, the gorgeous with Sam Barnett, the beautiful, yeah, Sam Barnett. Who, uh, I, yeah, I love doing those episodes with him. It's fantastic, and um, yeah, I mean, I just I can't. I, it shows you what quality concept it is, doesn't it? That it keeps on churning out and giving these opportunities to do stuff that world is so ready to be enriched and so ready to be filled up with plots and stuff going on it's such a it's such a real landscape i love that you know there aren't many shows i don't think many many universes that are created where there are this many opportunities to write really convincing self-contained episodes you know it, it feels like there's just still so much more to do which is just a really exciting feeling and also every time we get you in we give you something different because with Sam yeah, I had we've salmon had last time and camp, then today and then... we had potatoes which was really nice <laughs> but we had that one with burn yeah uh corpse day with with burn oh, that was one dark. of the darkest yeah that was really dark ever done and yeah. it's nice to give you some sort of proper acting rather than just a comedy hello every oh uh, well that's right and i i'm you know i do often find myself hyperventilating for some reason pc andy often has moments where he, oh, oh my god oh, quick you know there's a lot of that going on or i have to have 10 minutes afterwards to try and get my oxygen levels back to normal um and yeah, because that is the dynamic of, of of Andy. You know, he is, and it's 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 reminded me a bit of the episode we've done today, where he's behind a desk. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. And I still like doing that. But what I have loved about Big Finish is it's been an opportunity to get out and do things, and get out into the field, and not just be a comedy sidekick. And it's really great fun to to go into that and explore that, and find yourself in in fall into those holes and see what's going on in their worlds. And I've I, yeah, I love that. I find it incredibly. Um, I don't know. It's just really interesting. And like. I say this every time I do these. There's just the quality of the writing's really great. I genuinely look forward to getting these scripts and seeing where we're going to go with them and what's going to happen. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't think these will be as successful. I think that 
as with comedy, and you know, comedy is my background, a lot mm. of big famous stand ups come along, and Seinfeld said this. You know, he'd been away for years, and he said, Being Jerry Seinfeld earns me about a minute on stage. It earns me a minute before I've got to start doing good jokes again. And I feel like that with the Torchwood and, and, and to an extent with the Doctor Who stuff. Just because you're part of the Torchwood and Doctor Who estate, that will probably earn you, you know, a minute, and then you need to crack on with a really good story. And that keeps happening. And as long as that keeps happening, then we're in safe hands, you know. And, and talking about the new team and stuff, it, it was weird to begin with because it felt like you were sat on opposite sides of the green room and slowly came together <laughs> over the course of the day. Well, it's inevitable, I suppose. But... It's inevitable, I suppose, because we've known each other longer. You know, that's going to happen a bit. You know, the beginning of the day, you talk to your old friends and stuff. But, oh, by the end of it, we all we were getting on famously, you know. That is the thing, though, about a show like Torchwood. We've shared so much. Like me and Kyle, I spent a couple of weeks living with Kai when he was out in LA when we were filming out there and you really get to know someone very very well and you form a bond when you have these experiences and then yeah you'd think new people come along and you might be a bit all handbags and bitchy but it's it's not I I just feel like because I'm a fan as well I love exploring the world and seeing where we're going next I just love that sense of new characters coming into that world it just feels like it's ready to be populated there's there's so many opportunities and you know, this isn't a Pinter play or a Beckett play with two characters. The more colour and vibrancy in this in this show, the the better, to be honest. It's only going to benefit Torchwood having more new, interesting people, definitely. And it is lovely to finally push it forward beyond Miracle Day as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Turn it to Cardiff. Yeah, it is really nice. I mean, I'm yeah, I love I love the Cardiffness of it. That is. Um, and I know from speaking to various fans, that is what really makes it tick for them. And that is the premise of Torchwood, you know, mm. random city, random city with a very strong sense of itself and a very firm, ironic sense of humour and a very terrible climate. You know, that that's where, where crazy world ending universe destroying things are happening. And that's cool. Torchwood in a nutshell. It's brilliant. Off we go, you know, and, and you've got to take it back to that first beat of the whole thing, I think. And that's what we're doing here. It's good. And what's, interesting you in the wider world of entertainment are there any books or oh, tv shows yes or i could talk about this or... so oh, i've forgotten who wrote it though. there's a book called spin by a guy called robert charles wilson um and i just found it on on random uh i think it was on goodreads because i've got my i like my sci-fi on there so I, I i plug into that um and uh it's got yeah it's it's written um this sort of donna tartness to it and like proper novelists you know and mm. i think a lot of people and this brings it back to what we're doing with with Torchwood. A lot of people can be dismissive and think of a certain sci-fi as not quality writing. And Ian M. Banks came along and, and blew a lot of that up in the water, and so did loads of other fantastic writers like Arthur C. Clarke, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and it, it still surprises me, you know, having done an English degree and explored lots of heavy literature, and I turn to sci-fi, and I still have that knee-jerk reaction of, well, this isn't going to be as well written. I still do, even though I know it's not. And it's just fantastic to read such good literature about mind-bendingly huge concepts and watching them being taken forward by a really great writer. Because that's that's what's great about it, the way that it's plotted. It's been plotted beautifully. So, yeah, Spin is a fantastic book. I'd recommend that. Um, and then away from that, I'm just kind of watching the normal telly bits and bobs. You know, I like my House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching... I'll tell you what also has got a bit of a sci-fi bent is that uh, cartoon on Netflix, uh, which is obviously huge and lots of people know about it, called Rick and Morty. Um, uh, yeah. Have you watched any of that? I've I've not seen that much. I'm more an Archer man. I've just been yes. catching up with the latest. Yes, that's very good. Archer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 similar to that, I guess. Uh, mm. It's very quick, very short, um, uh, but it has 
in that Quantum Leap way, which is my favourite TV show ever, um, it has big, um, just really big ideas ticking along. Really terrible animation, hilarious voices, and huge ideas, crazy plot ideas. You know, um, it's it's really really good. So yeah, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Oh, lovely. And what else are you working on when you're not in here uh, being uh, Sergeant Andy? Davis? When I'm not being uh, Sergeant Andy, I'm working on. Um, well, obviously, I've got a radio production company, and we make a lot of comedy for Radio Wales. So we're mm-hmm. in the middle of making something called Foiled at the moment, which will be available on all good iPlayers very soon. Um, and I also am doing. I do a radio show on Magic on the weekend afternoons, which is great fun. Uh, yeah, so so I'm doing that and um, bits and bobs. Really, I've just done a. I just filmed an advert with Mariah Carey. All sorts of weird things going on, Scott. Weird things going on in my life as usual. But the loft is still the most important thing, of course. Doing my loft. That's where. That's where it starts, man. That's where it's happening. I sense you want to get back to that loft. I'm going to my. I'm going to go to my special place. I'm going to go to my dark room at the top of my house and sit and sweat. I'm going to be like Miss Havisham for the rest of this month. That's my plan. On that note. <laughs> On that bombshell. I, I, I think we should return to Nick Briggs in the Big Finish studio. Nick is looking great today. A handsome man. He's fantastic. He's really bounced back. <laughs> Thank you. What a thoroughly charming fellow. I love it when people feign knowledge of me. <laughs> I love the word feign as well. It's very Shakespearean, is a, isn't it? Yeah. It is a very Shakespearean name. Um, oh, a name? Fane. Yeah. <laughs> Not name, a word. I was thinking of... Um, f- uh, Lord Fane. Lord, Lord, <laughs> Lord Fane. I was, for some reason, the, the first thing that came to my mind was um, uh, young ones in the cupboard. But that's not Fane, that's more Thane. Um, but, you know... Thane of Cordor. Oh, hail Thane Vivian. Yeah, that's Thane a quote from the Scottish of... play, you see. Yes, from the Scottish play. That Scottish play, as people say. Um, but now, of course, it's time to expand our knowledge of the past as we delve uh, into the Big Finish archive, that wonderful place full of fantastic releases, some old, some new, some round, um, uh, with the randomoid selectron. So, without further ado, got? Brian... If you <laughs> cue that epic, can you cue, cue, cue the epic music? No, cue it, cue it. He's not listening. Um, oh, let's just go for it. Right. So, um, without further ado, uh, it's number two: The Avengers, The Lost Episodes, Volume Two. The Avengers, Volume Two. I wonder if I'm in this one. Let's have a look. Who knows? Yes, you are. You want these? Maurice Rofrir. Oh. What? <laughs> What's his name? Maurice Roffrey. Maurice? Roffrey. Not to be confused with Maurice Colburn, the actor. Well, anyway, <laughs> listen, here's the trailer for this. I work for the government in security. Wow, exciting. Yes, it is quite exciting. You haven't told me your name. It's Steed. You must call me John. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. The Avengers. The Lost Episodes. Volume 2. One and two and three and one. A dance academy. Well, I didn't expect that. Where's Mr. Steed? I left him at the zoo. Where? The zoo. He'll probably be there all night. He fell into a pit with a lot of crocodiles in it. The verdict was accidental death. 
We learned afterward that he had also drawn a lot of money out of the bank. I never knew you had a flat like this. Not many of my friends do. You're an exception. No. No, what are you doing? No! Keep it away from me! No! About half an hour ago, one of the cleaners of the lab left carrying a radioactive pellet. What? It's highly radioactive and could kill him, to say nothing of anyone else who comes in contact with him. So, no further errands for Mr. Steed today? Not yet, but the morning's only just over, isn't it? Big finish. We love stories. Lovely. Oh, I love the fact that we do the Avengers, and it was just a fantastic thing. They're, they're still continuing at the moment with some uh, Tara King stuff coming up next. Um, but the, these are the lost episodes. Um, episodes that were made for the first series of the Avengers when uh, there was... Uh, Steed was with Dr. Keel. Really, Dr. Keel was the main character and Steed was the enigmatic companion, wasn't he? Um, and then it became uh, a different setup in later series. Um, what I was going to say about this in particular was that when I uh, went in to uh, play Maurice Roffrey, I think this is the one where, from the name, I'd assumed that the character was, you know, French or something. <laughs> And just as I was going into the booth, I just breezed past the control room and leant in and said to Ken, Ken Bentley, the director, I said, I'm thinking French for this, expecting him to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, what? <laughs> and a kind of, you idiot sort of way. And I said, no, well, isn't that like a French name? He went, no. <laughs> so, oh, oh dear. And I, I don't know whether it was this one. There was another one I was in where, oh, maybe it was this one. So I did, there was a sort of person who was very, very large and I did a sort of voice that, it was quite large and um and then i came in to do another one and i it was i decided it was a large character and ken said that's absolutely brilliant nick but it is the same performance as you gave us in the last box set <laughs> <laughs> so i changed it completely he said just because someone's large it doesn't mean we'll speak like that and it's true you know um i i had a very large um deputy head at school and he had that voice it's, it's such an angelic little voice you know, very, very precise. Good morning, children. You know, you would never have guessed. So people's voices do not reflect their body size. That is, that is today's revelation for you, folks. Al although you're, you're, you're all although, saying, yes, we know that, Nick. Don't be so body fascist. Although opera singers, uh, having said that, their their voices often, uh, their body sizes often help to improve uh, this the. Uh, well, the their, their singing voices oh, the whole resonator thing yeah they've got yeah, yeah. bigger resonator so, chambers in the body so yes that's that's useful I'm just loving the idea of, if, <laughs> love lives on <laughs> um, I'm just imagining you going past the control room for every performance I'm thinking Swiss for this one I go, no <laughs> they, they, they they John Jones. me to the ground <laughs> I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking a sort of uh, Moroccan twist on this one <laughs> Nick, you're playing the Daleks. <laughs> oh, what, again? <laughs> so, Nick, it's Sherlock Holmes. He isn't Irish. <laughs> I'd love that, though. What an Irish I was, Sherlock. I was just tempted to do a bad Irish accent and then didn't want to <laughs> offend many people, no. including Shane Dumphy, who I hope is listening. Hello, Shane. Bonjour. 
Well, yeah, yeah, the Avengers. What you know, uh, Julian Wadham. What a fantastic steed he is, and Anthony Howell as Doctor Kill. Such a lovely man. Uh, Lucy Briggs Owen often turns up in these, but she isn't in this box set. But Emily Woodward is, uh, funnily enough, related to Edward Woodward, the original Callan. Or oh, it all links up. Yeah, I think oh. Lucy Briggs Owen is in in this box set. Is it's she? on. It's on the. It's on the box art. Yeah, is it? Well, she's not in the cast list, is she? In, yeah, she website. is. She's above the. She's above. You see where it says cast. Um, oh, in then, the top then, list. Of course, it, she yeah, is. It's, it's it's done strangely. Welcome to Nicholas reason. Briggs not being able to read. No, <laughs> I, I real I realise how they've done it now. Yeah. Ah, yes, Dennis Spooner. Some of these scripts were by Dennis Spooner, whose um, daughter. Uh, I was having an email conversation with the other day. I was really pleased to meet her at a, a prisoner event because she had found out that I'd interviewed her father um, on video for a, a Mythmakers style release. It was all about a oh. Doctor Who convention. It was, And I was so delighted to meet him. And sadly, he died a short time after the interview. It was a very oh, sad time for me when um, there were several people who I interviewed and they died shortly afterwards. And people were saying, for God's sake, don't get interviewed by Nick Briggs. <laughs> no. oh, it's a no, joke no. that Tom Baker keeps making. Apparently he's... He, he was telling this story the other day for I think about the third time uh, where he said he was doing a particular film years and years and years ago which was absolutely terrible so he decided to say to the rather neurotic director he said I really admire your courage I really admire your courage and the guy said what, what, what do you mean he said well the last few films uh, I've been in the directors have died horribly and in agony about two <laughs> weeks later and this guy was he had no sense of humour about it so he said like, get this man out of here I said to Tom, what was the film? He said, well, I, I don't think it was ever released. <laughs> <laughs> what a champion. Oh, love Tom. And, and talking of Bakers, actually, yes. um, Colin Baker is in this, this oh, Avengers yeah, box set as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, it's great Terry to get Malloy. Colin in to do other things. Yeah, Terry Malloy, brilliant. Well, there you are. There's a thorough recommendation for the Avengers there. And a huge tangent of gigantic proportions. Literally. Um, but yeah, so do check that out. That's number two, The Avengers Lost Episodes Volume 2. Give The Avengers a go. Why not, eh? Why not? And so, as the podcast runs like mad upstairs uh, to jump out of a very small window, only to be picked up by seagulls and flown <laughs> to safety. I hate seagulls. Um, it is time... Uh, don't start. They they steal your chips, man. Any 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 creature that steals your chips. Tried to have my ice cream off me last summer. Oh, landed on no, my head, I... and a beak came down. I mean, it was terrifying. <laughs> Some old bloke walked past and went, hey, hey, watch out!" And I thought, "What's the matter with you?" And then suddenly, clump on my head, and this beak oh shooting down. It had like two goes, and I was literally playing a tug of war with the blooming thing. <laughs> Because afterwards, you like you, you just look. You don't want the ice cream anymore. You know, you just think, well, no, I had to put it in the bin. I mean, luckily, think, it was a second ice cream that I didn't actually want. I did, did I ever tell you the story? No, but I want to hear it now. There's a famous lady in Bridport in West Bay who runs a, a, an ice cream uh, booth on the front called Margaret. Anyone who knows this area will know of Margaret. And sadly, she retired recently, although she she came back for a last sort of return journey. You know, lo and behold, there she was in her booth a couple of weeks ago. Um, and she had was having trouble with everyone was handing her like £20 notes to buy £2.50 ice cream. So she was running out of change. And there she is in her little booth 
a long way from anywhere and can't access change. So I felt, and I paid her for an ice cream with a, a large note. I think it was a £10 note. And she went, oh, have you not got anything smaller? And I said, I really haven't. I'm sorry, Margaret. And she went, oh, it's okay. But I could tell it was getting her down. So I had my ice cream and then I walked to the local amusement arcade and stuck a £20 note in the pound machine that gives you change to play on the, all the amusement arcade games and went back to her and said, have you got a £20 note? And she looked at me and I said, because I've got £20 coins here for you. Oh. She was just, she was overwhelmed with gratitude and immediately she kind of went, oh, 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 and just grabbed a cone and immediately filled it with ice cream <laughs> from the machine and just handed it to me. She said, that's for you. I didn't have the heart to say, oh, bless I'm her. really full of ice cream. I don't want another one. So that's what I was eating it rather ponderously, staring out to sea. And that's when a seagull obviously made the decision. I don't think he really wants that ice cream. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to have it because I'm so a scavenger. That's for me. I'm having that. Came down. I, I oh. literally landed on my my head. It was quite um. They're big. You know, they're like dinosaurs. They're like velociraptors. Well, you know, that's that's where isn't dinosaurs did descend from birds apparently. So well, yeah, it the, does all make birds sense. are the descendants of that's what dinosaurs. I meant. To, yeah, I meant the other way around, that, yeah. old chap. Yes. Yeah, the other, yes, yeah, feel quite yes, quite. Anyway, quite. what a massive tangent. Well worth it of ice cream proportions. Um, but of course, you know, as we're at this point in the podcast, I think it is time for us to carefully construct the work of art that is uh, the trailer for this podcast. So let's let's diddly do it, shall let's we? Let's do it. Yes. Available now, or at least very soon, from Big Finish Productions. A podcast released on the 24th of June in the space year 2018. I'm Nick Briggs. I'm Benji Clifford, and boy, oh boy, do we have lots of funky, fun stuff uh, here for you. We cover the latest uh, re- releases. Well, uh, Iron Bright, uh, the second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2, uh, Star Cops, uh, listeners' views uh, from Facebook, of course. Uh, Nick, what about the news? What have we oh, got for We've got a real Callan blitz. We've got clips and interviews. Uh, it's a great thriller. Torchwood, Goodbye Piccadilly is out soon. Siege of Big Ben, which is a short trip. Uh, read by Camille Kajuri, written by Joe Lidster. That's out soon. The First Doctor, Volume 2. We've got a lovely clip from that. And also Class, the Doctor Who spin-off. Uh, we have a trailer from that. And we also talk about uh, Big Finish on SoundCloud. Lots and lots there uh, to get through. And, yeah, you're in for a ride. Uh, as well as that, we also have our guest star this week, which is Tom Price uh, from Torchwood. Uh, goodbye, Piccadilly. Goodbye. Uh, and goodbye. Uh, and our drama tease this week um, is the short trip story, The Siege of Big Ben. Uh, so, yeah, lots and lots of content there. You're going to love it. So tune in to the Big Finish podcast. Rate this trailer immediately. Uh, I don't know, a, a, a seven. Out of a hundred. Seven out of a million. Um, there you yeah, are. It was right, wasn't it? But the podcast right. is a lot better than the trailer, I think. I think so. It's, it's, as my my friend Jürgen says in Germany, he says, Duh, it's no, nothing spectacular. <laughs> that's, what, that's what my friend said. Do you like my new coat? Nothing spectacular. There's some great spectacular tangents in the podcast though, aren't they? One about ice creams and seagulls. What was that? I, I heard all the listeners groaning at the, the word tangents, but you stuck <laughs> with them. So there we go. Uh, and now, of course, uh, it is time for our drama tease. 
the excitement is bubbling within me. It's Doctor Who Short Trips, The Siege of Big Ben by Joe Lidster and starring Camille Kajuri. Uh, hey ho, here we go. Let's listen now. And you can stay up there until you've sorted out that pigsty. And stop slamming the door! Oh, hiya, Beryl. Come in, sweetheart. All Beryl's shoes off, if you don't mind. We've just had the floors repolished. Come on through. I'll make us a cuppa. Oh, it's Thursday. Let's open a cheeky vino. Seems silly chatting in the kitchen when we've all this space, but I like it in here. Oh, you should have seen my old flat back in my universe. Oh, it's tiny compared to this place. You could have fitted the whole flat into our downstairs loo. Now, Beryl, before you start banging on, I've got something to tell you. And let's be honest, you do go on a bit, especially after a glass or two. So just drink your Pinot and let me get a word in for once. <laughs> oh, our Tony's upstairs. He's working on a business plan. I know. Four years old and he's doing a business plan. He takes after his dad, though. It's a right little Del Boy. Actually, I don't know if he had Del Boy in this universe. It's funny, even after all this time. I keep finding things that are different. Not just the big things like Zeppelins and what you lot did to the royal family. It's the little things like how you play football backwards and now you don't have EastEnders. Oh, I miss EastEnders. Oh, Pinot. It's French. Only last week I was telling Veronica of Reykjavik how much I prefer French wine to Spanish wine and she... Oh, did I tell you I know Veronica of Reykjavik? We're such good friends. She's so... Well, underneath those wigs, she's just a normal working mum, just like you or me. So, my news. Guess who went and saved the world on Tuesday? You'll never guess. It was me! I know! Jackie Tyler saved the world! Oh, Beryl, sorry, love. Can you use a coaster? Doctor Who Short Trips. The Siege of Big Ben by Joseph Lidster. Read by Camille Kaduri. Beryl, I was telling my story. Honestly, I'm not being funny, sweetheart, but has it ever crossed your mind she left you because you're a gobby cow? <laughs> I'm only joking. And no, I made up you finally had the appendix out. Here, have a top up. Oh, are you allowed to drink? Oh, they always say you can't drink, don't they? You're on medication, you can't drink. You've just had a major operation, you can't drink. You're flying a zeppelin, you can't drink. Nanny state, that's what I call it. It's all that Harriet Jones. I told you about the one in our universe. Yeah? Looked like butter wouldn't melt. Oh, she did good in the end, though. She got blown up by the Daleks, poor cow. Peanut? One thing that's the same in any universe, you can't beat a packet of dry roasted. So, anyway, stop babbling on and let me tell you how I saved the world. Now, you know I told you about the top secret organisation I work for, UNIT? We stop aliens invading. I did tell you. Oh, Beryl, I've just remembered. I told you about it at Sal's wedding. No wonder you look confused. She's had a few gins. I've said it before, mother's ruined. Gin brings you down. Especially if you're already heartbroken because your wife's left you and your house needs a lick of paint. But fine, 
I'll tell you about it again. So, right. Here on this Earth, there used to be all these different groups for aliens and stuff. There were the preachers. They were fighting that Cybus. And there was Torchwood. Then our glorious President Harriet Jones merged them together with UNIT. Anyway, and remember all of this is absolutely top secret. There's loads of us working there. I know, right? People think I'm a lady of leisure. But actually, I help defend the Earth. Pete and Rose are there too. He's a captain. He's got a uniform and everything. You should see him in it, Beryl. Drop dead gorgeous. Rose, she works with the doctor. You know, a fella. You met him, the one with the hair. He's our scientific advisor. Oh, don't look at me like that, Beryl. It's not that I don't like him. It's just... Well, it's complicated, isn't it? I told you about that whole metacrisis carry-on. He grew from a hand and merged with some secretary. He was born in battle, apparently. Which basically means he's a grumpy prawn. And he's not quite the doctor I... Well, the one I loved. Not like that, obviously. There's only ever been Pete for me, even when he was dead. So, anyway, we're all working there. Captain Pete Tyler, the doctor and his assistant, Rose Tyler. And then there's me. And guess what I do? More chips? Well, seeing as it's you, Jimmy. <laughs> Might even be an extra sausage if you play your cards right. Oi, you lot at the back, get in line. Yeah, you heard me. Attention! <laughs> I'm the head of food distribution. Last time I had a job, I nearly caused the end of the world. I told you about the glubby glubs, you remember? Oh, you remember I told you at Dilick's funeral, when the coffin conveyor thing stopped working. I swear you don't listen to a word I say, Beryl Thompson. So, yeah, anyway, everyone thinks I'm this lady of leisure with this wonderful family and this wonderful, beautiful, really expensive house, but I'm actually feeding the people who save the world. Only last week, these big green monsters from Mars tried taking over the Arctic. Well, my boys wouldn't have been able to stop them on an empty stomach, would they? I can't even look at the dishwasher till I've had my scrambled eggs. So, yeah, Tuesday, everyone's out on this big mission in Bridlington. And I'm there, cleaning up, nearly done for the day. Oh, Beryl, I was shattered. I really was. I don't like to go on about it, but I'm a martyr to my feet. Well, I have to wear these expensive shoes when we all have these fancy functions. I mean, they look lovely. Remember I gave you that old pair? But they're not made for comfort. Give me my trainers any day. So, there I am, scrubbing that oven. Mm. Shame to let them go to waste. <laughs> never said. We're based in Big Ben. The canteen's right behind the big clock. I have to sit there covering my ears like I'm in Mary Poppins. And if you haven't got Mary Poppins in this universe, then I'm off home. So, I'm covering my ears until it stops when this alarm started ringing. We'd gone into full red alert, Beryl. Can you believe it? And I say we. It was only me there. They'd all gone off to Bridlington because they'd found another old Cybus factory. If aliens were invading, what was I going to do? Throw chips at them? Although I did once stop some aliens with vinegar, so you never know. Or have another peanut. So, I'm there, and I'm waiting for them to burst in, all guns blazing or tentacles waving, but I'm thinking, I am not going down without a fight. <coughs> Flippin' 
beeping voicemail. Pete, Pete, it's Jax. Send them back. Send them all back. The soldiers. Not you. I don't want you back here. You stay away, but oh God, they're here. Something's here. I love you. And tell Rose I love her. And remember, Tony's got sports day tomorrow. And oh God. Ah, oh, here he is. Well, you can wipe that smirk off your face. It was him, the doctor, standing there in his daft suit and he says, Jackie Tyler, we're under attack. And he says it like it's the best news he's had all day. I nearly slapped him. I asked him who was attacking us. He didn't know. The old doctor would have done. He'd have rattled off some nonsense about Venus. But this one, he was just excited because we'd gone into lockdown and the aliens, whoever they were, were trapped in there with us. He started rattling on about how we were literally a base under siege and wasn't that wizard and... Oi, zip it! And make that noise stop! It's giving me a migraine! Thank you. Now, Doctor, can you just remember that we live here? Not here in Big Ben, obviously, but here in this universe. You're stuck here with me and Pete and Tony and the girl you're supposed to love, my daughter. So can you stop going on about how exciting it all is and, and do something about it? Thank you. The thing with him is, he has all these memories of swanning off around the universe, saving the day and moving on. But now, he's stuck in one place. He's got a home and a family and he should be happy, but I reckon he hates it. I reckon he'd dump Rose if he had the chance to get away. Not that I'd tell her that. I don't know, maybe he's not that bad. But he's not... What he did that day... It was wrong. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast.